Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me is the senior managing editor for Covers.com, my man, Jason Logan. Jason, super excited to have you on the show. It's a big day, a very, very big day. Very big day. So this morning, New Jersey won its battle with the Supreme Court to legalize sports betting. You are 100% uh, entrenched in the sports betting world. So I wanted to see if you could help us unpack this. First off, what does this mean for the sports betting industry in the United States? Uh, It's, uh, I mean, obviously it's widespread. It's not just Nevada now. Um so, you know, it's 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 something where, you know, state by state, New Jersey is going to be the first one. They've got all their ducks in a row to to be able to offer sports betting. Um, it's going to mean a lot more taxable revenue. I mean, if you've ever been to Nevada, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, like those highways are paved nice and smooth. They like, might as well be paved in gold. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of access money and revenue coming in through sports betting. Uh, but also, too, it, it, it kind of takes the stigma away from sports betting, too. I mean. A lot of things are acceptable in, in Nevada and Las Vegas, as we all know. Um, but sports betting has always kind of been a shadow industry outside of uh, out of Nevada's borders. So I think this, you know, this is going to legitimize it. You're going to see a lot more people um, like getting into sports betting and dabbling in sports betting. It may not be an everyday activity, but, you know, uh, just like you see it in Las Vegas around Super Bowl and March Madness, you're going to see people betting on sports for the first time and, and enjoying games in a completely different way. I mean, you and I both know cheering for a game and then cheering for a game when you have money on the line is two very different animals. Um, and it's, it's a completely different way to enjoy sports and, and submerge yourself into sports too. All right, next thing. How soon could we see sports betting? So I saw one tweet that said New Jersey could have it by the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, right now at Monmouth Park in New Jersey – uh, William Hill has what they call a sports bar, and it's essentially a race book. Um, you go in there, but it has the TVs. It has that sports book feel to it. Uh, essentially, it's going to be a turnkey solution for them. They're just going to flip a switch and be able to offer odds on games. Um, so from that standpoint, I could totally see it being ready by the NBA Finals. Uh, everyone's been kind of getting their ducks in a row for this to come down and happen. Uh, William Hill has kind of got ahead of the ball, at least in Monmouth Park. Uh, with a brick and mortar shop. Uh, so if you, you know, I, I could definitely see it there. Uh, and then by, by week one of the NFL, um, other establishments could be set up. You see a lot of states already have kind of fast tracked and got their, their sports betting bills uh, passed. And so it's uh, right now it's a state by state issue and uh, NBA finals in New Jersey. Yeah. Week one, everywhere else, probably for NFL. Wow. That is super exciting. So take note of that week one of the NFL season, what does this mean for international companies coming over to the United States? And the reason I mention this is I've actually been um, reached out to by international companies because of some of the uh, sports content that I've created. Are we mm-hmm. going to start seeing an influx of the companies who may already have relationships here or the ones who are international who say, I see this huge market already uh, or market ready, ripe for the taking? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, William Hill, William Hill, you know, European, UK based company. Um, And the the thing is, is like this is old hat. So if you go over to the UK, if you go over to Europe, this is this is old. This is just part of the sports culture, sports betting. It's not you know, it's not something new. 
the United States, it's a, it's a bit archaic, the process, only, you know, keeping it in one state. Um, you know, these big books, William Hill and the, you know, Carol Gamings and Ladbrokes and uh, a lot of these big names, like they, they know how to do it right. They basically have the infrastructure ready to go. And, um, you know, once they can get into certain areas uh, and they're approved to be in certain areas, it's, it's like I said, it's kind of a turnkey approach for them. They're really ready to go. You may see some states do this on like a lottery side um, kind of uh, system where it's going to be all run through the state lottery, which may take a little more time to get going. But, um, you know, MGM already has they have properties all over the place um, and they've already put hammers to wood uh, building out these, uh, you know, proper places for sports books and race books. Um, so I, I think there's going to be, you know, the U- UK-based stuff, are they, they already have a head start on things because they've been doing it for so long. And uh, But then you're going to see some other, you know, sports book uh, entities like MGM and Caesars Properties, anything that they, where they own properties outside of Nevada. You know, it's, it's not that hard to come in and set up shop. How does this impact the fantasy sports industry? Do you think we're going to see FanDuel and DraftKings get into this? Oh yeah, they've. I mean, they've already said that. Yes, we're we're doing this. Uh, I think it's just another branch um, with fantasy sports. You know, it always kind of walked that line between sports betting. It was kind of a toe in the water. And I think a lot of this, a lot of why this happened today, and why New Jersey won this, is because of what daily fantasy sports has been able to do, and then the the partnerships that they've been able to strike with you know the NBA and NHL uh, and Major League Baseball. It really, it was really uh, a soft sell on sports betting. Um, will it, will it kind of slow down daily fantasy in a way? I don't think so. I think you still have the guys that like playing Danny daily fantasy, um, but single game wagering is different. Uh, it offers, in my eyes, it offers a lot more value than, than daily fantasy, um, simply because it is just a one-off in daily fantasy. You have so many different aspects, so many different players that you have to pick from. Um, I don't think it'll dig into it too much. Uh, but, you know, we should really be giving Daily Fantasy a pat on the back and saying, hey, thanks for the help here. Will we be seeing new, let's call it elements of fantasy sports? So I guess what I'm getting at with this is uh, survivor pools and pick em pools. And I've been tracking a lot of the fantasy sports industry and the daily fantasy sports industry as I had friends who have created DFS companies and some of the biggest challenges for them have been the hurdles of the regulation because mm-hmm. they need to spend millions of dollars just to try and get uh, regulated in certain states. And because of that, um, it made it very difficult for them to create a company. Whereas even take me, what if all of a sudden I said, you know what, I'm now going to run a gigantic survivor pool for mm-hmm. me and my friends and other people and open that up. So I know there are some people uh, that got popped this year. They ran like a $2 million survivor pool. So mm-hmm. if this is fast forward one more year, that wouldn't be the case. Are we going to start to see more opportunities for, let's call it fantasy entertainment. Maybe it's not as um, traditional as we see with regular five-by-five fantasy baseball or fantasy football, but something that Uh could be a little bit more niche, like uh, home run leagues or just things that allow the casual sports fan to bet on sports in a different way than we're accustomed to. Yeah, I I think those opportunities are going to come up. Um, I mean, look at the prop betting markets as kind of an example, Um, you know, and it's not even just uh, isolated to the Super Bowl anymore. I mean, for every game you can bet on a player's over under or player head to head points, 
Um, you know, with, with the World Cup, there's going to be a billion different ways you can wager on this. The number of corner kicks, the number of yellow cards booked, things like that. I mean, those prop markets have kind of existed and have kind of dovetailed into daily fantasy sports. The biggest thing is just going to be how this is regulated. Uh, in Nevada, when they want to get something new approved, it's a big process and they have to go through the state gaming, uh, uh, state gaming control board. And there's a lot of vetting. I mean, just just recently they've allowed betting on things like the NFL draft and NBA draft, uh, even even like things like Cy Young odds and and um, MVP odds and stuff like that. Those are only a few years old in Nevada because they took them to the gaming control board and it had to be ruled upon. And they had to show examples of examples how this fits into that specific sports betting model that the Nevada gaming control board has. Uh, like I said, state by state, it's going to be different. There may be some states that, that may have a little more relaxed rules on the type of wagering. And there's going to be some that are fairly strict, uh, like the Nevada Gaming Control Board. They're very picky about what they offer. They just can't be, you know, throwing a lot out there. And, and then it all comes back, you know, that's all their integrity. They don't take Oscars odds. You can't bet on uh, Dancing with the Stars because, you know, these are things that people might be privy to before the results are released. So they, they don't want to... They don't want to kind of soil the integrity of their product by offering just kind of odds on everything. <laughs> so okay. I got kids crying in the back here. They're they're uh, I'm on daddy duty today. It's all good. I'll get you out with one last question. Let's talk about the marketability of sports betting. So when we saw FanDuel and DraftKings first come into the market, they just got absolutely flooded with money and they were all over television. Knowing the upside that's with sports betting, do you expect that we're going to see uh, a similar type of marketing campaign, whether it's on TV or digital, all across the place? Ah, uh, that that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think it's going to it's going to really come down to how how deep and bad are the leagues going to be? I mean, we've already seen the leagues propose these uh, ridiculous integrity fees, taking one percent off total handle and, uh, you know, which is a huge, huge amount of money. Um, and a lot of states are just you know shaking their heads at that. And, and they should be. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to come down to how how ingrained it is, how, how much the leagues are in bed with it. Um, I think at first it might be kind of an arm's length process. I don't think we're going to see, you know, William Hill Stadium where, you know, that's where the Washington Nationals are going to play. Um, but I think it's going to be kind of like it is in Nevada um, starting out. It's not going to be as direct, but it's it's something that you're not going to be able to ignore. And I think eventually uh, it's it's just going to like like in the UK, it's going to be become part of the sports culture. You know, you can go to a Manchester City game find a kiosk right in the stadium and bet and everyone has a bet on it or you can bet right from your phone inside the stadium uh it like i said it's it, eventually it's going to become part of sports culture absolutely love it jason where can people connect with you uh well they can find us covers at covers on twitter uh our senior writer patrick everson he's uh, he's actually working away right now getting a lot of great content out about this uh, new jersey decision answering a lot of questions that people may have so you know it's like when is my state going to be able to uh, offer sports betting and when can i bet on nfl is it going to be ready a lot of those questions uh he's going to have answers for them so you can uh, follow him at covers vegas he kind of covers the whole sports betting scene as well there too and then i'm on twitter at covers jlo i kind of chime in here every once in a while with a funny image or smart ass remark so and I want to hear your thoughts on this. What are you thinking about the legalization of sports betting? Make sure to hit me up on Twitter 
at Rob Cressy. And as a heads up, um, we are in the process of doing a site and brand redesign with Bacon Sports. Because of this, over the next month, I'm probably only going to be dropping one sports marketing huddle podcast per week. But I definitely want you guys to continue to interact with us because we're having a blast doing this. Have an awesome day. And boom goes the dynamite.